Hey, this is Enon Bullet, and you're tuning in to the Act Podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the best ofs for those of you who've been listening for a long time, and a recap for those of you who are just tuning in. We're going to go all the way back to episode number one, where Anthony and Sarah were trying to figure out their shit, starting from scratch and going up from there. But with the best memorable part being Tom Brady and the GOAT. Don't even get me started on that because Tom Brady is an android. There is no way that that man is human. He's 42 and he's still playing football. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. There yeah. is no way that man is human. And neither is his wife for that matter. Quite frankly, I think they're both inhuman. I think they sold their soul to the devil. Uh-huh. Robert Plant? No. Keith Richards. Oh, that's right. But the actual devil. I think they sacrificed... A, their babies. A virgin or something. <laughs> their firstborn I son. Mean, for God's sakes, they, they live in New England. Is it is it hard to believe that they wouldn't practice witchcraft? I mean, <laughs> Damn. Not for me. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Wow. He's still <gasps> a handsome man at 42. It's I not know. fair. Well, that's what I'm saying. His <laughs> wife. Look at her. Holy I know. Fuck. They don't age. And they're still incredibly... Counted and at the top of their games and yeah, they definitely sacrificed somebody to Something. a goat. <laughs> Can you imagine? There's a there's an image. Could you imagine Giselle Bunchkin or whatever Boomchkin? How do you say her last name? <laughs> Fuck if I Giselle know. Brady. <laughs> More like Gazelle Brady. Yeah. Can you imagine her like roaming around like near like a, a big fire pit? Naked. Yeah, butt naked and like covered dancing. in dirt and dancing and Tom Blood. Brady like. No, 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 no. If you're gonna talk about fucking witchcraft, witches that would cover themselves in blood. Well, I, I haven't gotten to that part. She's just rolling around in the mud right now. You know, getting getting nice and and cozy to Mother Earth and all that shit. And uh, and uh, Tom Brady's over there naked and slitting open the throat of a goat and jerking off into its next, you know, its, its sliced neck. And, and and she's like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they do, you know, I don't know. I don't know what witches do. <laughs> you married one. I have no idea what they do. I just, I think that's a fun image to think, and you know, and them like, you know, putting the virgin's blood on a football and on like a pair Where of Where did the virgin come in from? I don't know. You said they were sacrificing goats. Goats and virgins and oh. babies, <laughs> you know, smearing themselves in feces. Oh, <laughs> and I don't know what these people do. <laughs> oh my god! So, I don't know. So visual. Yeah, you know they like throw the blood and his cum on the football and it like grants him football mortality, and, and she like throws her cum and and her blood and the virgin's blood on a pair of Victoria's Secret panties, and you know she has the fountain of youth forever. I mean, good lord, it makes sense, right? It only makes sense that this is why these people won't just die and leave everybody <laughs> alone and give some of the pie to the rest of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like all entranced with your with your cum and, and virgins and all this other shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're just, just die. I really don't want Tom Brady to die. I actually, I used to hate Tom Brady. I spent about 10 years of my life hating him with a passion because... Um, you know, he won his first Super Bowl against the Rams in the greatest show on turf. 
you know, against my boys. And, uh, and I hated him for years. And, and then finally I just gave up and I said, all right, Tom, you win. You win. I can't hate you anymore. You're just really fucking good. And I just hate that you're good. And I hate that you're married to a supermodel and, and you're like fucking perfect. And your kids love you. And look at you. I mean, look at this guy. He's America. He's a, he's the American dream. He's America. Tom Brady is the most stereotypical and and uh, idealized uh, image of America. That's that fucking guy. And he plays for the Patriots. You gotta be shitting me. What an asshole, right? No wonder we hate him. But he's not really an asshole, though, either. He's like a nice, lovable guy. And I hate him for it. But I gave up on hating him years ago. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yes, after we just discussed him cutting open goats. And yes, I'm sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. <coughs> I found video of it. I'm just kidding. I didn't find video. Uh, did you see the expression on my face? I'm going to make a video. Like one of those ones where like, um, like I'll take maybe like a clip out of that movie, The Witch. And then I'll like plaster his face on that naked girl roaming around. <laughs> and I'll say that, see, there he is doing his witchcraft. <laughs> With his boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. He does have boobs. They've taken pictures of him at the beach. He's kind of got like a dad body. He's got little boobies. Aww. Yeah. He does. Apparently avocado ice cream grants you moobs. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> Oh He's a Lord. nice guy, though. Is he? Really? We, I really like Tom. I would know. I I've really never do like him. I really do like him. I, I'm still somewhat. Yeah, by some offshoot that ever hits his ears, I love you, Tom Brady. <laughs> Sincerely. And I, even though we just yeah. trashed you and your wife. <laughs> We're just insanely jealous, poor people <laughs> who haven't don't accomplished anything. I, I can barely accomplish taking my trash can out. Every week. And you've won six Super Bowls. Shit, he can't even put his socks in the goddamn hamper. You're probably going to win a seventh Super Bowl. And I hate you for it, but I really do love you, Tom, if you ever (laughs) hear this. (laughs) I hate you, but I love you. I really, I've I've had a dream about Tom Brady. This is weird. Oh, my God. I have had a dream. And this was back when I really hated him. (laughs) I don't know if I wanted to get into this. It's a good dream because it's so stupid. (laughs) I had a, I, I really had this dream. I had it about, um, I have it about ri- weird random people sometimes, but like, it's like I, I meet them and I think they're just like the worst person in the world. And then they just like burrow their way into my heart. And then I'm like, oh my God, me and Tom Brady are like best friends. We're getting coffee and we, we're going to Boston Market and getting some fettuccine Alfredo and we're getting a donut <laughs> and we're having nice conversation. We played catch together. That was like the whole dream. And then I woke up and I was like, Tom Brady's a really good guy. What the, what the fuck? That was a dream. I don't know if he's a nice guy. He'd probably spit in my face. What does that say? That's crazy, right? That to me says that I really don't hate him and I just envy him and I want to be his friend. So, Tom, if you're ever hearing this, I will help you slit the throat of a goat and whack off into its neck. 
I would gladly watch your wife walk around naked and cover herself in mud and blood and whatever feces, uh, whatever Sarah said she did. Um, I, <laughs> I would gladly watch you uh, do all that and play catch with you and eat at Boston Market with you, Tom. Okay. Touch your moves. And that's and I yeah I will suckle your moves. Oh my god! <laughs> you really are gay. <laughs> Speaking of that, we should tell everybody about our story. <laughs> that just seems like such a good segue, <laughs> doesn't it? Now it seems like an even better teaser, though. Really, if you think about it. I don't know. Anyway, somehow we were going to talk about Andrew Luck, and we ended up talking about Tom Tom Brady. Because see, (laughs) look at this son of a bitch. He dominates everything. Everything. Including podcasts that had no contingency plan to speak about him at all whatsoever. Yeah. He's just (laughs) a dominating American icon. Like Michael Jordan, but more so. More so than Michael Jordan. Hey, it's Anthony here. So, after our first episode, me and Sarah started talking. We couldn't figure out what we should call the show. And uh, we finally just decided on the Anthony Tafoya show. And I really liked that. So I started thinking, well, what about the Anthony Christian Tafoya show? Didn't like that either. Uh, Then I was like, hey, my initials spell act. What if we called it the act? And she was like, sure, let's do that. So that's what we ended up calling uh, the second episode was the act, and it's stuck ever since then. Give me a yeah, bear. Hello and welcome to the ACT podcast, the ACT podcast. Yes, we have named it. And before you think that that means anti-Christian terrorists, it's my name. That's it. It's Anthony Christian Tafoya podcast. Okay. It's the best I could do right now. What do you think, Bear? If you've decided to actually come back, welcome back. I have come back. Welcome back to you, too. I wasn't talking to you. Hey, it's Anthony again. So we're the second episode in, and we're feeling a little more comfortable talking on the mics and whatnot, but we still don't know how to use them. And uh, so technical difficulties arise, and since we don't do the show in multiple takes or edit, uh, this next clip, which you're going to hear, is me getting genuinely aggravated, which I thought was funny because anytime you get kind of genuine reactions out of people on radio or podcasts, it always is better. We're putting some effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not CG. Uh Uh-huh. No, we're not CG. Very, um, very good, uh, I don't know what the fuck do you call it. Ugh. Comparison? No. Analogy? No, it's not any of that. I don't know. My brain is not working right now. 
Oh, it's an excellent time to do a podcast then when your brain is. Yeah, only because my fucking dog won't stop barking at every fucking car that comes by. (laughs) And the the whole fucking podcast setup is all wonky as shit right now. And it's pissing me off. Are we still having complications? Yeah. Yeah. My mic shut off a minute ago for no reason. It's fucking dumb. You'll you'll get it eventually by probably by the end of episode thirty eight. Yeah, by throwing my computer through the garage door. Don't you dare! I will do that. Don't you dare! And then I will piss on it. Ooh. And shit on it. Ooh. For being a fucking dumb computer. Are you angry? No. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. Hey there, it's Sarah Bear. Anyway. Even though we were only two episodes in, we knew from the first that we were going to need to have topics. But then, of course, there's Anthony, who can derail a conversation at any time. Which was exactly what he did while I was giving a thoughtful reason as to why people should live in the moment after going to see the Rolling Stones. Also, Anthony just has this niche for being offensive out of nowhere. You know, really enjoy themselves. Uh, it's got either got to be something that they have to record to remember the experience. But mind you, the fact that they were recording on their devices and they didn't actually get to fulfill themselves with the energy that the band was giving off. It's it's just like, OK, well, you can't take your phone with you when you die. Mm-hmm. So. You know, well, in all honesty, you can't take your memories when you die either. Well, yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like at I least just like to state that no, I, you can. I don't believe in the afterlife. You can take your memories with you because they're a part of you. You can't yeah. because you die into nothingness. Okay. <laughs> we should make you like a little jingle that every time like one of your morbid, sad, depressing thoughts comes through, it's mm-hmm. like. It's Anthony's depressing hour. It's not depressing to think that you die into nothingness. You won't even be aware of it. That's not depressing at all. Mm. That sounds awesome to me. (laughs) That's like the best nap ever. I see somebody's looking forward to it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know I am. I'm I'm far too valuable, though. I I think way too highly of myself to fucking kill myself. (laughs) Otherwise, I would. But I'm like, I love myself so much. I could never do that. <laughs> it's a real shame because, God, there's times where I'm like, why do you like yourself so much? You should just end it. And it's like, you can't, though. You can't. I'm working on it, though. I'm trying to get more suicidal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm wor- That's a goal of mine in 2020. Be more suicidal. And give less of a shit about yourself, Anthony. Mm-hmm. How do you plan on accomplishing that? I don't know. I mean, I'm probably just speaking out of my ass mostly. But yeah. I but I really am serious. Like, I, 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 I just don't have suicidal thoughts. I don't. Maybe I could, like, try and get into, like, that choking fetish during sex. Or masturbating. And, uh, and try and kill myself that way so I don't feel like I'm killing myself. But just pleasuring myself, and then I accidentally, you know, suffocate myself. Ah. Maybe that's how I could trick my mind into into doing it. You know. Okay. 
I don't know. Anyway. So we went and saw the Rolling Stones. <laughs> On a brighter note. <laughs> On a brighter note. They were really good. Hey, it's Sarah again. Remember when I said Anthony's got this way of being offensive? Well, once he gets going, he can do it with just about anything. Which is why I'll never bring up Michael Jackson again. Michael Jackson actually stole a lot of his moves from Mick Jagger. Uh, only for the simple fact, like, if you notice, like, in some of his videos, like, in the 80s, he's got, like, all that wind blowing in his face and whatever. I'm pretty sure Mick Jagger came up with that. I think he has been on record saying that. I feel like that that, that is factual. Really? I think so. Holy cow. I mean, Michael was a big music fan anyway. Yeah, he was, but I I thought he was more akin to, like, the Beatles, you know, all that soft, melodic shit. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I like a lot of the Beatles stuff. I don't mean to say that their shit is shit. It's shit. It's it's music. It's good. They have some really good albums. I personally like Abbey Road. Um, that's besides the point. But, you know, I, I just figured Michael Jackson to be a more soft-hearted Luther Vandross, you know, Paul McCartney kind of thing. I, I think he liked all of it. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Maybe he liked all of it a little too much. Mm-hmm. He liked everything. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> he liked a lot of different things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, folks. You know what he liked. Yeah, Neverland. Yeah, he liked going to Kids Neverland. No, it was his Neverland. Well, they, he liked them to touch his Neverland. <laughs> no. That's all right. I would have touched it. If I was five, I would have been like, okay, you're Michael Jackson. Give me some money and let me pet a giraffe. I'm down. (laughs) Whoa. Kids these days, they're so fucking spoiled. Michael Jackson touched my pee-pee, and then he let me pet a giraffe. What an asshole. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I, I, I I walk around... My whole life looking for somebody to touch my pee-pee. <laughs> These fucking kids get Michael Jackson to do it, and they get to see a giraffe. Didn't he buy a Shamu, too? A whale? Um, I think you're thinking of Free Willy, and I think it was just... He tried to buy Shamu. Maybe. Possibly. Are you telling me as a little girl you wouldn't let him finger you? No. To get to touch Shamu from Free Willy? No, I'm okay. Killer whales, they're they are called killer whales for a oh, reason. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you would have been all over that. You'd have been like, all right, Michael, I'll give you two minutes if I get to play with the whale. No, I'm okay. Yeah. No, I'm okay. Yeah. No. Jesus. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I love whales. Well, I, I like all creatures of the sea, too, but I wouldn't let anybody manipulate my, you know, manipulate me with their digits. Oh, you're so uptight. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. You're just so uptight. Hardly. That's all right. I don't give in to I don't give in to fame like that. It's just not my ish. I I I don't. Well, give I don't either. I just wanted to play with the whales and the giraffes. And you couldn't do that any other way. We have an out an Af- out of Africa park that they let you like get pretty goddamn close to the yeah, bears. Yeah, but you can't hug the tigers. And I would want to hug a tiger. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I would love. Big cats, and like one of my fantasies is to like 
get into like a close personal space with a big cat and just rub his belly and say, hello, hello, big kitty. Do you want to eat me? And let him eat me because I probably deserve it. I love watching those videos of people getting eaten. Oh, I know those are great. by animals. That's the best. That's the best. Those are great. I would let Michael Jackson finger me just to watch those videos. Oh, my God. Okay, can we please <laughs> stop talking about Michael Jackson fingering you? Because I'm, I'm getting this deposit of information into my I head. I would uh, and, and I'd I'd dig like his to, body up right now if they didn't cremate him. And, I'd really know, like to enjoy I don't enjoy know what they did with him. But the upcoming weekend. I'll take his... I'll, without I'll any images me. of you getting fingered by a dead guy. <laughs> oh, my. Oh! Right? Hmm. I guess it's in if you go... Oh! It's in. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to leave you guys on that filthy image. And uh, definitely not getting on iTunes after this. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think we said fags and talked about children being fingered by Michael Jackson, including myself. Including yourself. Your little five-year-old sticker-peeling, yeah. space book-loving, space jam-loving, space yeah. book. <laughs> Self. <laughs> Oh, I mean, as a kid, I would have let, you know, Daffy Duck finger me. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much I love the Looney Tunes. And you say, I have a fucked up childhood. Yeah, I do. I do. I only have that that fucked up a childhood because uh, my my father did finger me. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm I'm joking. Dad, I'm joking. It's a joke. I know that you never fingered me. It was mom. Oh my God! Break! <laughs> Break! I know. Break I know. now. It wasn't my mom either. Oh Nobody's fingered me. Jesus Christ! I couldn't get a fly to land on me when I was growing up. Nobody wanted to touch me. <laughs> and poor Sarah got all the attention, always. Anyway, all right. Time for a break. Anything you want to say before the break? Break. Just break? You just want me to get out of it? Just break. Is this bad? I just want to is break. It, is it too much? No, I have to pee. Oh, okay. I have to pee, too. Great. Right. Hey, I'm Karen. I've never been on this stupid show but before, but Anthony paid me in pesos. Mexican currency to introduce his first ever interview with his 16-year-old autistic son, Sean. This is the big creature. I need to properly introduce you, okay? You big gindaloon. All right? Listen to me. Look at me. If you fuck my podcast up, I will I will end you, okay? I'm just kidding. So our oldest son is named uh, Maurice, right? No, I'm just kidding. What's your real name? Sean. Sean. Montoya. Montoya. His voice is very deep now. He used to have a little goofy voice. Hi, I'm Sean. And his balls have dropped now. And so he has this big, deep voice. What grade are you in? Tenth. Tenth. What do you do in tenth grade? Pre-algebra and other welding. And other classes. And other you have to have the mic in front of your face when you talk. Okay. So you do that. And what else do you do? 
I do, um, well, first of all, I do welding, pre-algebra, yeah. history, science. You're supposed to say girls. I do talk to some girls. You I do talk to, to girls? Yeah, I do talk to girls. Uh, well, okay. I don't talk to them personally. It's supposed to be. <laughs> what? <But> I, <laughs> I, I, Wait, what? <laughs> You talk to girls, but you don't talk to them personally? Do you use a carrier pigeon? It's probably no passing. Shut up. What? Oh, no passing. Oh. Wowzer. Sorry, I forgot. You were secluded as a child. Yeah. I only make jokes in class that, that makes them, uh-huh. make them look funny. Wait, you make girls look funny? That well. That's I why they're not talking to you. That's a talent right yeah. there. I bet most of the girls in your class are funny looking. Anyway. Yeah. Who's who's okay. With their Instagram eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have an interest in a girl? Is there one girl in particular you like? That you have your eye on? Your creepy sixteen year old eye. This is your dad. I need to remind you. I strongly, strongly suggest that you avoid that question at all costs. What? Stop it. Quit you're not his lawyer. Sit down, you. Calm down. My mother is stronger than you. You just lawyer. sit down over there. <laughs> is there you don't ha- don't say her name. Don't say her name, but is there a girl that you really like? Oh Jesus Christ, Dio just barging in. Look at this kid's an attention whore. He says, What? You have the other two on and not me again? He basically barges in whenever you're doing something important. Yeah, I know. I know. Whenever, I whenever I do homework, he just comes barging in I know. and saying, "Hey, what are you doing?" Okay, all right. I don't care about that. I want to hear if you have a have your eyeball, your creepy sixteen-year-old eyeball, lurking on some woman. Hey, hey! I'm doing a podcast with your brother over here. Can you be quiet? Thank you. Okay. Well, maybe I don't know. There, it's really hard to say. You don't know. Hey, Dio, get over here. Come here. Come here. Because I only know them for like about. You're not going to barge into my podcast and then just walk away. Hold on. I'll get back to you in a minute. Sit down. Sit down. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. What's her name? Allie. What? Allie. Allie. Whoa. (laughs) Really? What do you guys do? Do you take her out to movies? Mm, sometimes I do. You do? Wow. Do you romance her? Mm, what does that mean? Like make kissy faces? Like mm, not all the time. Oh. Not all the time. Just some of the time. Wow. Ask John. Yeah, he has a girlfriend too. Really? You haven't been to my school, kid. Oh, okay. Well, so you can't all the really best, my Dio. All the best to you and Allie. So you really can't judge me on whether I have a girlfriend or not. Okay. We're not going to argue with a seven-year-old. How old is he? He's eight. He's eight, right. My eight-year-old. I love you. So you do have a girlfriend or you don't? Does, are you telling Dio stuff that you're not telling me or what? No, I don't have a girlfriend. Maybe I have a girl that I have an eye on. Oh, you have a girl that you like. Yeah. Do you want to take her out to like Chick-fil-A or something? 
Well, more than like Chick Fil A, maybe like one of her popular uh-huh. places. Like, do you use bad words place. at school? Depends. Depends. That's a yes. That's a maybe. What do you? What are your thoughts now? What are your political thoughts? Are you a Republican, a conservative? Are you still trying to figure out what you are? I'm an independent. Are you a liberal? I'm an independent. Are you a Democrat? What are you? You're independent of what? Thought? No, I'm just an independent. You're just an independent. And all political views aside, I'm just one of those people that... You're disengaged. You don't care. Yeah, I really don't care about the population. That's half of America. (laughs) (laughs) It really is, so that's all right. That's honest. But I really don't care, like, on... You guys don't go protest things at school? No, not really. Okay. Because if we were, we would be on the streets. Well, yeah. We would have having... Well, it's not like you guys... Signs. It's not like you guys learn. Hey, I mean, Yoko Ono and John Lennon used to sit in bed and protest, okay? So it doesn't always have to be out on the street. You could yeah. be like John and Yoko. They were lazy. That's why nothing's changed. <laughs> you could okay? protest. Nobody wants to see their hairy bushes plastered on all their album covers and them rolling around making shitty music. Nobody wants that, okay? That guy didn't kill John Lennon because he wanted to be famous. He killed him because he, he saw that the laziness was in his eyes. He saw that. What was that guy's name? Was that Hinkley? Which one was that? I don't remember who killed him. Yeah, anyway. So you kind of have a girl that you like. You don't use bad words, which you do. Because you're a potty mouth. Yeah, I'm just and, uh, potty mouth. What, what is your religious view? Religious view? Yeah. What do you, what a, tell me what a 16-year-old in America is thinking for religious view right now. Give me that insight. Like in a world, what a sixteen-year-old would be again? No. What do you, What do you believe in? Do you believe in God? Do you believe in the devil? Do you believe in uh, Allah? Well, what do you believe for in? For me, and per well, for me personally, I believe in both. Do you believe in God and Allah? No, I believe in God and the d- Satan. Oh, you believe in Satan and God? Okay. Which one do you worship? Who do you think I'm going for? God. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I don't know. You could be like... There's people out there who worship the devil. Yeah, like Tom Brady. Yeah, like Tom Brady. <laughs> or if you really want to go back into history. Okay. Hitler, Hitler did not worship the devil. Yeah. Go figure. But Actually, that makes Jewish perfect people, sense though. if you ask me. But whatever. Um, so you believe in the God... Of Christianity. Yes. Okay. Why? Because I've been in, because I always went to church with my grandma. So you're saying somebody brainwashed you at a young age? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's all I'm going to get out of you for right now. I'm not going to torment you. I don't know, but when I first saw you, it was like a different world to me because you were... Me? Like yeah, when oh, I okay. well when I saw you, mm-hmm. you were funny, and uh-huh. you know you were just like a regular dad, that like like does entertaining. Uh huh. 
But you what, what always entertain me. With, what does that have to do with God? Well, I'm just like. Are you saying I am God? Thank you. Thank you. I am God. Who's that oh. idiot who runs around? Charlemagne the God? Is that it? I don't know. It's some rapper, like radio broadcaster guy or lady. I don't know what it is, but I'm God, Charlemagne, not you. Just kidding. I'm not really God. But, yeah, I do believe but in God. But I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in me? Thank you. <laughs> I believe in you, too. All right, give the microphone back to your mom. All right. Bye. Bye. Try not to slam the door on the way out. Thanks, Baba Booey. Yeah, thank you. Well, when I grew up, I knew my dad was God. Anyway, that was Sean's inner monologue. Hey guys, it's Dizzy again. When Anthony and Sarah started on the third episode, they didn't want to make it about politics. But that didn't mean they couldn't body shame the president. So here's some shit that contradicts it. Trump is. I know. If you Trump is entertaining. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he is fucking entertaining. Uh-huh. I love all these news stories that come out every day about him. He is super entertaining, but he is not genuine in the least bit. And that is part of what makes him so entertaining. I don't. I couldn't. I well. I don't think I could actually say that about Trump. I think he is somewhat. Not completely. He's genuine, genuine for whatever is coming out of his mouth at that moment. He's he's fucking confused. On what? Everything. On what? I don't think he knows who his wife is. Like I think there's a earpiece in his ear that goes like, "Hey, her name's Melania," and he's like, "Oh yes, hey Melania." And for some strange reason, he suddenly sounded like Mike Myers. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Melania, do I make you horny, baby? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, fuck no. Fuck no, you don't. (laughs) No, that's the thing. The most genuine thing I think I've seen about Trump lately um, is that story that came out. Did you see that story? (laughs) This is the best. (laughs) Obviously not. I I didn't even know this one. I didn't even know that this woman existed. Apparently, he has another daughter named Tiffany. And he refuses to take pictures with her because she's fat. <laughs> really? Wow. That, that is genuine. <laughs> no, I mean, I, shoot. It, and that is that is hilarious, but that's <laughs> so fucked up. But well, yeah, in a sense, it. I saw a is, picture of her though too. She's she's an attractive girl, like for as fuck ugly as that guy is, he has some attractive kids. Oh yeah. Sure, but he probably took his time to make them. For God's sakes, he took his time to build his empire. Why I not? Guess. Why not his proteges? Well, um, his ki- his sons actually are all pretty ugly, but his daughters are really pretty. I can never remember his older boy's name, but he's he's actually pretty handsome. I think it's Don Junior. I think he's fat. Um. He looks like Donald. <laughs> I think he looks like a, a younger Donald. Well, uh, okay. Well, then maybe it's that's just weird not the to me. One. He he won't take a picture of the fat person. He takes a picture of the fat person every time he's in front of a camera. Those are his constituents. That's different. I'm talking about him. He's the fat person in oh. every picture. He is huge. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've he's never huge. met the man. He's huge. <laughs>
We should go put him at the south border. He can be the wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just put a put a dump truck of McDonald's right there and feed him. I think you're confusing him with Bill Clinton. Clinton was the one who did McDonald's. Oh, no, 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 no. Trump had somebody at the White House and got a McDonald's. That was probably either Uber Eats or... Oh, I don't know. What was the other one? He's so fucking fat. That's all I know. Well, uh, shit, the stress <laughs> of the running the White House? Yeah, it'd probably be... Oh, he was fat pounds. before the one. Obama Dude. was... A nice-looking young man, and yeah. then all of a sudden he just turned completely gray, and he started getting wrinkly in his face. He started looking like a skeleton towards the That's end. That's what being a president does. Trump hasn't done that, though. He looks... Botox. I think it just... Uh, yeah, I don't think Botox. there's that much effect on him, honestly. He can afford the Botox, okay? I think that he is perfectly fine just letting whatever stress bounce off of his big fat ass. Well, I mean, my god, look at how much how much he owns. You you, you don't think he's aged enough? I think he looks pretty good. He's he's like what, 70 something? I don't know. I think he's close to 80. He's he facially he looks okay, you know, because he takes that, that tan stuff, that spray tan on. Does he but, still do that? Uh, yeah. Sure, he's still orange. <laughs> I think he'd look like a naked rabbit. If he didn't have it, <laughs> you know, what, what are those those rats that um, the hairless that, rats? Yeah, that they grow ears on. I think that's what he would look like if he didn't have that spray tan on. He'd look like those are more pink than anything. Exactly. If you can see around his eyeballs, he does have like a pink complexion. He'd almost be translucent like a fetus. I think. I think you could like hold a light up behind him and he'd, it'd shine through. Oh. If you could see the expression on my face. <laughs> I I don't know. That's just my thought on him. But okay. yeah, at least he's a, di- a genuine uh, dick Dick in that instance. But then other times he's not. You yeah, know, I mean, the, how many. daughter, at least he's being <laughs> genuine. Like, that's really him. How many guys would go around telling them, I, telling their, their daughters or their wives, I really don't feel comfortable taking a picture with you because you look fat. Yeah, but then the other times he's not genuine. He'll just speak out of his ass for fucking an hour. And then you'll be like, hey, what did that mean? He'll be like, I didn't say that. (laughs) What? What? Am I talking to a crazy person? Am I crazy? (laughs) You're absolutely insane. Yeah, he is entertaining as shit, though. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's fantastic for entertainment value. Hey, it's Anthony again. Uh, FYI, Izzy was drunk when he did all the narration reads on this episode, so just keep that in the back of your mind. Anyway, uh, when we started doing this podcast, we knew that we were going to blend our real lives uh, and mix it with humor. Generally talking about pop culture, entertainment, news stories, anything that caught our fancy, really. But we could also talk about things that were really happening to us. And this was the first time that we actually uh, kind of devolved into uh, a, a personal story. And it had to do with me getting arrested from a fight that I had with my mom that we have since made up. Um, so it's probably a little bit unfair at moments, but it is what it is. And it was authentic uh, feelings for me at the time. Um, but here we are, uh, 
dredging it back up again for a best of moment for your listening pleasure and entertainment. Here it is, my story about how I got arrested for fighting with my mom. Anyway, as I just alluded to, I've already been in jail once recently, so I ain't trying to go to jail again for throwing out volcano death threats to potentially billions of listeners. (laughs) So, I'm sorry, you said you were talking about going to jail? Yes, I've been to jail, and before we went to break, I teased that uh, I saw the devil today. Which I did. Well, I didn't really see her. I heard her. <laughs> and who is this? Who is this individual we're talking? This is my mother. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The beast from the east side. <laughs> is that what you call her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're on the west side now. So. She is the beast of the east. That's very witty. It is. Thank you. Very clever. I try. Mm-hmm. No, okay. uh, when so, I'm sorry. Listen, I I don't have sound effects or anything. Okay, we're working on all that, trying to get that shit working. Okay, one of these things about the one of the things about the podcast that we do is is we do not edit at all. It is live. It is recorded live, and when we are done recording it, we put it out. Okay, so we're working on the fly because I want it to have a different feel to it. I hate editing. And edited podcast and all that. So you have to work with me here. Because <laughs> I have a song that just... This is my mother's theme song when she walks in. And I have to play it into the mic on my phone. I'm sorry if it sounds like shit, okay? If you want to hear it better, it's a ghost. The band is called Ghost. And it's their song called Year Zero, okay? This is literally the song that I hear when my mom... When I hear her voice... Or when she walks up, or whatever, okay? This is what I hear. Okay, that's her song. <laughs> so what was it before you discovered Ghost? Oh, before it was... um. Ghost, it was, um, like, um, any kind of, like, generic, like, Catholic bells, like, bing, 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 and then, like, some sort of dark, undertoned song that I made up in my head. You mean, like, The Omen? Yeah, something like that. Dun, dun, dun! That wasn't The Omen. Well, (laughs) I know that wasn't The Omen, but something like that, you know? Uh, sometimes the Jaws theme. Mm -hmm. Don't put your mom in the category of Jaws. That's my favorite movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the psycho thing. That was her. Yep. Jokingly, of course. But now, not so much. Because part of the reason I'm in a garage uh, at one of Sarah's relatives' houses is because me and Sarah had separated and I was supposed to go live with my mom and she's insane and I told her I was bringing my dog What's which dog I have a dog named Eddie he's a little brown mutt that I found at work 
And me and Eddie have been through a lot, okay? Me and Eduardo go way back to November. <laughs> oh, way back. Way back to November. I can see the... He was a puppy. The burnt sienna fading over. He was a puppy. story. He had been abandoned. He walked into my job at Goodwill. He came in through the donation door. I fell in love with him immediately. They took him away from me for store practices and policies or whatever. They had to call the pound, even though I said I would take him. I had to wait a week before I could get him. But, yeah, but that's because in case if he actually had an owner... They would want to send it Fuck to the right them. people. I, I could tell this dog didn't have an owner. He was a baby. Nobody lets his dog just wander around as a baby. Anyway, uh, so I went and picked him up at the shelter. He um, came home. He grew. He you know, he loved our other dog, Orchid. He's just a really good dog, and he's a little bit of a res dog, though. You know, he's got some bad habits and whatever. He likes what, to chew on shit. What defines a res dog? He's not trained. Is he's he trainable? Trained. He's yeah, he's trainable. He's gotten a lot better, but he yeah, he still likes to chew on something. He's still a puppy, really. But he pees outside. He poops outside. It's because we have him outside. And when he's with me by himself, he's actually really calm and he's very relaxed. He's always afraid that he's going to be abandoned. He hates being alone and stuff like that. But you know. I, I was not going to put this dog up to move in with my mom. Okay, so... The point of the matter, though, or the... The, 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 the whole point of this, though, is that my mom has repeatedly let my older brother in numerous times to live in, in her house throughout the years. Me and Sarah have been together for 15 years. Never asked for anything big. Never asked for any help or anything like that. Well, we tried not to. I think we asked her to babysit our kids once for an Alice Cooper concert, and she lost her fucking mind. Mm, yeah. Is that reasonable? She lost her fucking mind well, during that. I, we weren't there. We don't know exactly what happened, but she was irate. Yeah, she was calling us every five minutes. When are you coming home? And well, I mean, you have to you have to remember that at that time Dio was what three and Niles was two. Those or, are kids. Yeah. Or they were they were smaller and you know two babies. That that's that's. <laughs> God forbid! I think my mother that's who raised work. two boys. Could take care of two boys for a night. Whoa. Edgy thought. Edgy hey, thought. Well, maybe she actually had help back in the day from, from friends and no, family she didn't. members. She didn't have any help. My father was a lummox, right? <laughs> oh, okay. You're talking about the man who would take a... F I asked my dad one day. I said, hey, you want to play football, Pops? And he goes, yeah, sure. He didn't really want to, though. So he took the ball and he threw it in the tallest tree in the neighborhood. And he goes, oh, shit, it's stuck. Wow. Don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, hey, that's funny, but hey, that's not nice. <laughs> so it was somewhat comical at the time? No, at the time I was just sad. When I realized that he did it on purpose later, that was when I thought, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. But Did he ever do anything that like that to your brother? Yeah, he threw... Um, he threw a football at his balls one time, Ooh. and uh, of course my brother fell down in pain and agony, and he said, well, if you're going to cry about it, I'm not going to play with you anymore. 
Oh, that's delightful. Way to go. <laughs> Is that why you take aim to the boys' nuts when you play with them? I do not. That's not true. I've seen you try to take cheap shots. Well, cheap shots is one thing. I do not do it, so I don't have to play with them anymore. No, I'm that's... just a dirty fighter. Yeah, <laughs> you got that right. I just like to... Uh, I'm a, I, Yeah, I'm a dirty wrestler. I'm Mexican. Calm down. You are not. Yes. The yes, only part, I am. The only part of you that's Mexican is the part that, that eats green chili. You can't speak a lick, nor do you try. You... you, you don't drink like a Mexican. You don't go to church like a Mexican. You. And how do you know all this? I've lived with you for 15 years. Or, uh, are you a Mexican? Do you know that this is how Mexicans are? Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, well, you got me there. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm definitely way more Mexican than you, and I think our children are more Mexican than you, if you want to divide it into halves and quarters. I can say fiesta. Oh, good for you. <laughs> he can say fiesta. And, uh, ooh, huevos rancheros. Well, at least he somewhat enunciated it right. Huevos rancheros. He's going huevos like a white boy. Huevos. Yeah, my tongue doesn't just flick like that. You say huevos rancheros. Yeah. I don't know. I don't summon demons a lot, and I assume that's the kind of uh, dialect you'd need to do that. It's like... What's a demon name? Give me a good demon name. Valak. Valak. No, you can't do that. You can't play with your tongue. Valak. No, that's not a good one. You What's one that starts <coughs> with an R? I don't know. I usually don't worship demons. Oh. Well, you should. It's all the rage these days. Is it really? No. Have I missed that boat? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, getting back to my parents, though, or my mom, anyway, and uh, and moving in and all that, she she used the dog. I believe she used the dog as a catalyst for me to not move in because she was so desperately not wanting to have me there. Why would she not want you there? Probably because my brother's a dick and he's fucked it up for the rest of us. Hey, and the yo, rest of us meaning me. He's it's still allowed over. Him. Well, whoopty fucking do. How's that help me? Uh, you're the second child, so henceforth you don't get as much courtesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into what my brother has done or said to her or has uh been accused of. Okay. Whatever. It's all a hundred times worse than whatever I've done to her. She just did not want me there. And How the night the I was <laughs> moving in, I told her Two weeks in advance, I told her every single day up until I was moving in, I took the dog cage and the dog food and the bowl. She stared right at it, which later she said, I never saw you bring that stuff in. I thought it was for your cat. Oh, no, it wasn't for my cat because you saw me bring in a completely different bag and carrying cage for the cat. Okay. Don't fuck with me like that. You're, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Okay, woman. All right. Okay, I'm talking to my computer screen like it's my mother's face. Wow. That says something. <laughs> yeah, are, are you angry? Yeah, I am pissed. So, the thing about it is, though, she knew this dog was coming. I brought him the night I was moving in. 
took him in. She lost her mind. One thing about my mom that nobody probably knows, obviously, because none of you know who I am. My mom is an instigating motherfucker, okay? She gets crazy. She gets... What's a good way to describe when she gets mad? Uh, That's... Well, it's kind of hard to... As Sarah P. She's, um... I'm not peeing. I'm pouring coffee. Oh, it sounds like you're peeing. <laughs> so funny. Uh, what's a good way to describe her when she gets angry? Kind of like you. You guys have a tendency to hulk out and, you know, get red-faced and start hitting and swinging and punching shit. Okay, but who gets angrier more? You do. Whatever. You do. What does that mean? I was kidding. Calm down. Jesus. See? See, did anybody just see that? Look at that. Look at how look at how defensive he got. See, I knew that was gonna happen. What a pansy. Yeah, but see now I can stop and laugh about it. She would be like, What does that fucking mean? You must have meant something, motherfucker. Uh is that not her? Well, yeah. Yeah. That ain't no fucking joke where I come from. That ain't no joke. Where she comes from. I yeah. thought she was from Flagstaff. She is. She likes to get a little ghetto though when she gets mad. Well, she does, yeah. My mom is endlessly victimized, or feels victimized, whatever. You know. How she, so? She's, she's always taught everybody, likes everybody else better than her, which that might be true. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's, that's true. She thought her sisters were favored over her. Um, well, she was the youngest. Yeah, she thought her dad was really mean to her and stuff like that. I don't know. I I really don't care. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in you treat people differently, you know. And 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 you treat you uh you deal with people who are treating you well differently. She treats everybody the same, which is on high alert. Her her backup ready to go and ready to fight and ready to scream and. Whatever. Well, not constantly. But regardless. Anyway, I brought my fucking dog in. She started going nuts on me. Started slapping me. She's so crazy. She doesn't even remember this. I tried to leave. I tried to leave. I tried to be calm. Tried to be patient. She's screaming at me, taking cheap shots at me. Um, about my financial situations. Uh, my marriage status. Um... Other people I've involved myself in with my life. She's taking all these shots at me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to leave. I'm exiting the door. She won't let me leave through the door. Wait, you mean she? Wait, she's literally blocking the door? Literally blocking the door. So I push her out of the way. And yeah, forcefully out of the way into the door frame, which probably kind of hurt. Probably. Probably kind of her. I don't know. I can't say. I wasn't her. I didn't feel it. I just wanted her the fuck out of the way. And then she said some mean ass thing about me uh, and my kids and and um, what a failure I was as a father or whatever. I lost it. I started beating the shit out of this fucking table she had on her porch. You know. What would the table ever do to you? I don't care what the table did. I just lost it. I couldn't take it anymore. She's screaming at, 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 the, at, at, at the top of her lungs at me. And this was all on the night that you were supposed to move in? Yes. 
yeah, so I um I did all that, uh, started smashing it up. Then I was trying to leave. She came at me with this brush, started hitting me with the brush, screaming some more. I, I finally just had enough, and I kind of just tackled her. You tackled your mother? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, if you don't know me, this sounds horrible, right? My mom has a history of not just letting people leave. I've seen her do it with my dad, with my brother, whoever. She wants to keep the fight going. She wants to make sure you hear her. If you are on the phone with her and you hang up, she will call you back. This is her. I saw it numerous times growing up when you would lock your door to get away from her. She would go and find something to pick the door open with and fucking get at you. Wow. Okay. She wants to be heard. She's very physical. You know, I wouldn't say she's abusive or anything like that, but she's very physical. She does push and slap. Whether she wants to admit it or not, she just does. And she does it even when she's not angry. She's a little forceful in her ways, yes. She's got a forceful personality. Gee, I wonder who you got that from. So when she's angry, she's like spitting in your face. She looks like the fucking, like like, um, like a fucking werewolf coming at you, you know? Her fangs showing (laughs) and, and, and all gnarled and her fucking drool coming out of her mouth. Her face is red hot. And her pitchfork is ready to go. I'm just kidding. She doesn't have a pitchfork. But, you know, um, she just, she, she's almost inviting you to fuck her up. Because right? <laughs> I, I know, and I know this from experience. My dad is, he's got a lot of issues, okay? Lots of issues. There's a lot of things you can hold against my dad. My dad uh, hit my mom uh, on a couple of occasions, and I never have held that against him because I'm sorry, I just don't see how you could. When she is in your face and slapping you and throwing shit at you, throwing coasters at you, uh, wow. shoes, whatever she can find, you know, and literally running up on you and smacking you repeatedly, I'm sorry, I just don't see how you don't just give her a pop. And that's what my dad would do. He'd give her a pop, drop her, and that was it. He wouldn't, like, sit on top of her and start beating the shit out of her. Uh, he wasn't. He wouldn't, like, come home drunk and be like, hey, Sharon, how are you? You know, <laughs> he wasn't that guy. Right. Um, but if she, you know, instigated or if she pursued said argument, then he would kind of, that's how he would tell her to back away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was, again, whatever. And the same thing with my brother. My brother's had this happen to him. So, again, yeah, at, at a certain point, I lost it during this argument. I tackled my mom, took her down, tried to leave it alone, went and put the dog in the car. She came up, started going at me again, and I, I lost it again. I grabbed her, pushed her down, kicked her in the butt, told her to stay down or I'd fuck her up, whatever, <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I had a real moment where I was like, I am going to kill this woman. Yeah. Okay. I had a real moment of like, I'm going to fucking murder her. Uh Uh-huh. But I held back because I'm a good person. And I have children and they love me and they need me. Or at least that's what I'm telling myself. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I got in the car, punched my mirror, broke my windshield, broke my uh, rear view mirror. Broke your hand. Yep. Fucked my hand up. It was all cut up and bloody. 
Of course. I have nobody to go to at this point, so I call Sarah. Sarah is living with her sister at that point. I come over there. Sarah bandages me up. I can't stay with her sister. So I go stay with my friend. I'm sleeping over at his house. And I get a call at 2 in the morning from a no-caller ID. Cops come and pick me up. Put me in jail. And I'm just livid about this. Because something similar has happened like this with other people in my family. Oh. And, and Like who? I'm not getting into that. Because that's not for me to say. But they... They did not go to jail, and they did not have fucking assault uh, charges put on them. They didn't have, um, what was it, destruction of property and disorderly conduct charges put on them. I did. And I couldn't believe that she did that to me. And then, you know, she tried to act like she was being so uh, kind and whatever. And, and um, oh, and the other thing, too, she went off and told everybody. What had happened when I know she's gone to great lengths to make sure nobody ever found out in her family about other past incidents uh, with with some other people. Really? Yeah. Huh. I only know this because I'm incredibly close to my cousin and I talk to him a lot. And he goes, oh yeah, my mom knew about it right away. Which, his mom is my mom's sister. Well, yeah. They barely talk to each other. So this went out right away. And it's fucking bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm supposed to do. I, I, fine. I was in the wrong with the dog, whatever. Um, I thought we had a family scuffle. Leave it alone. I'm not holding any hard feelings against her. Because if I would have known that the cops were going to get called, I would have called him first. Yes, but according. And I would have said she started it. I ended it. <laughs> yes, but uh, according to the police report, it, it wasn't your mom that called the cops. I didn't see that. Is that true? Is that true? That's attractive. Uh, Thank you. As far as I know, yeah, she never put any charges on you. I know she didn't press the charges, but who called the cops? The neighbors. Since when? Uh, Since apparently they call the cops on a lot of people. Who? Everybody in the neighborhood or within close range. Really? Really, really. Well, this is news to me. Well, then, whatever. Regardless, I still had to put you in a bad situation because my mom wouldn't let me move in. She goes, I don't want fucking pets here. My mom has a dog. She hates dogs. Guess whose dog that was? It wasn't hers. It was my brother's. He brought that from one of the first times he moved in with her. I haven't asked for shit from her for 15 years since I moved out of there. And she she's acting like this. Am I crazy? No. This is the one thing I've asked for her. Still just let me move in. I even told her I'd pay rent, pay for some bills, whatever she wanted. Am I being an in, uh, an entitled little prick or something? Mm, no. No, because most entitled children that do regress back home to their parents are usually welcomed with open arms. Usually. Not pot shots while you're moving shit in? No, like, I, oh wow, I, you can afford that, but you can't afford a new apartment. Well, actually, I bought this five years ago, so yeah, yeah. At the time, I could afford that, and I could afford an apartment. But thanks, mom. Lovely. 
What is that? She's insane, right? Well, I definitely think y'all have some issues to work out, but I think that's every family. Oh, we have major issues to work out. There was one time I yelled at her at the uh, at a restaurant because she was picking at uh, our our oldest son Sean, and she's like, "He's he's messing with the salsa too much. He's he's eating too much salsa. It's too spicy. It's too spicy." And I said, "He's fucking eating it. He likes it. He's fine. If he says it's too spicy, then we'll take it away from him. But he's not saying that." Well, you guys need to be better parents. Blah, blah, blah. She's super passive aggressive like that. Well, if you guys took control and blah, 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 blah. Well, see, it's kind of hard, especially, you know, since a lot of people didn't know that Sean was autistic. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, with that being said, yeah, I can see her being a little bit dissident when it came to, you know, uh... Well, she was more of an aggressor uh, because she's not accustomed to those types of things that people with autism have. You know, like Sean, he's very acute with his smelling senses and he will walk into a random house and he'll be like, what's that smell? You know, and and that's what I know. He's like a dog with autistic people. They they usually have a sensory perception that's either (laughs) really acute or. They're they're they they like to collect certain things and he loved to collect. That is weird. He is always like, <laughs> you know, checked. Uh, he was a ho- he was in. Hey chess grandma, what's that smell? When he was younger, and he used to love to bring home the chess pieces. I would find chess pieces up the wazoo in his pants pocket. And same thing with rocks. He would just pick up random rocks and bring them home. And when I would do laundry, there'd be chess pieces and rocks. You know, so a lot of people, you know, when he was younger, weren't able to accept the the kind of person that he was. So I kind of I kind of attribute it to that. But she's definitely gotten a little she bit more. She can't accept regular people though. That's th- she does have a kind of a hard time with accepting regular people. Yes, she's kind of off, you know, off puttish, and she's kind of on guard. And I'm not sure why that would be, but, you know, yeah, she does kind of have that personality. Because Daddy didn't love me. That's probably why. That's what most issues are. Little girls and their dads. Uh, or in my case, little boys and their moms. Uh, don't, you th- don't you think? Well, it was kind of the opposite for me. My dad kind of was a little bit on the... Uh, how do I put this? He was... He was willing to put himself in debt to make me happy. Um, You know, I was a spoiled brat with him. And then, you know, my parents divorced when I was like five, four or five. And, uh, you know, my mom, she was just this, you know, all around pretend Christian person or Catholic person. And, you know, my dad would spoil me rotten. So, you know, of course I enjoyed being with my dad more and I, I enjoyed spending time with him and I... I feel bad for all the things that he had that were really cool and I destroyed. Like he had these really awesome you 19, nineteen twenty cars that were, uh, you know, they were cast out of metal and I destroyed that. He had this great uh, Santa Fe train set and I demolished that. And, you know, he never mm-hmm. he never set a hand on me, you know, and. I kind of wish he would have. I kind of wish he would have been a little bit more disciplined, but he would just kind of be m- more like, bear, don't do that. And, you know, he would kind of 
growl and would his jowls would his jowls shake when he did that you know what my dad didn't have jowls until you he met does him. have jowls well he does Looks now like a bulldog the man has definitely gotten older and, Bear. and as far as you know my mom was concerned she was overly disciplining and overly overbearing your mom was a big fat cow she was a little aggressive she was a cunt yeah she, yeah, definitely. That's besides the point. She could definitely be a little bit uh, overbearing, yes. She could be really funny, though. She could be when she wanted to be or when she would let herself be, yeah. but... Most of the time, she was just awful and fat. Yeah, she was definitely a miserable person and wanted everybody to know it and definitely wanted the sympathy and the pity parties for it. And, you know, she had a really great knack and a really great way of uh, making you feel guilty for certain things. And, you know, with my grandma being as devout a Catholic as she is, uh, you know, if any time that, uh, you know, my mom would hear of something that I was doing, you know, or I'd be with my grandma or whatever, you know, they would both get after each other. And it was suddenly, it was my fault, you know. <laughs> they it would, was your fault. They would get into angry tiffs with each other. and You should have aborted yourself in the womb, stupid. Guess not. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking back to that now, and here I am 36 years I later. I told my mom... Years ago, I said, what the fuck was you thinking? What were you thinking? What was going on in your head? She had a horrible relationship with my father. And I said, what are you doing? I said, you should have had an abortion when when you knew you were pregnant with me. You knew you had horrible uh, uh, times ahead of you with, with, with our dad, you know. You, you should have known that it wasn't going to work after having the first kid. And then she continued to have me. I was like, that was stupid. I would have taken a co-hanger and just, you know, plungered <laughs> myself. Plungered yourself? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever that. Yeah, I don't know what a hanger makes in your vagina, but I'm sure. Lots of holes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she should have done that. She would have been a lot happier versus trying to hold him for 22 years for some stupid reason. She knew my dad wasn't going to do any better. It was ridiculous. Oh, your dad. Yeah, my dad. My who? Uh, sorry, I was thinking about that particular evening. So I was thinking of the dog. I should have aborted her that evening. <laughs> that would have oh been God. a favor for everybody. That's, that's, no. No, you guys get into your scuffs frequently, and it's, you guys are. Frequently? Yeah, frequently. Well, the last time, you know what? The last time we had an argument like this, and I stopped talking to her, was in 2016 when Trump got elected. Because I remember she sent me a note that night that the election was happening, uh-huh. apologizing because, uh, again, my mom being the great mom that she is, and and being there for her son in times of need. We had this other issue going on at that point with um, one of Sarah's relatives, and it was getting kind of scary, and it was getting kind of dangerous, and it was in our house, and we said, okay, we don't want the kids here. So I called my mom, and I said, hey, can you please come get the kids? I don't want them here. Uh, Some stuff's going to go down. we got to have this person taken out of our house. Don't want them here for this. Don't want them hearing it. Don't want them seeing it, because it was a family member that they loved and liked. And, uh... She was like, what the fuck are you doing waking me up like this? It's fucking one o'clock in the morning, you motherfuckers. And I said, I said, fuck you. 
I just I just needed you to come pick my kids up and let them stay the night with you for a little bit, okay? That's it. One one thing, I get it's an inconvenience. I get it. I get it. That was her initial response? Yes. Yes, and then the next day she goes, well, I was drunk, okay? So I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I was just sick. My mom should not drink, ever. Ever. But she likes her wine. Great. She shouldn't drink. She can't handle it. She gets stupid when she's drunk anyway. She's like, <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. But yeah, that was the last time we had an argument like this where, where I stopped. Where I, again, I just feel endlessly disappointed by her as a mother when I really need something. Don't go to her because it's a fucking inconvenience. If it's my brother, I'll bitch about it, but I'll do it. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe he just lets it slide a little bit more because he's always stoned. All I know is that when she came over today and I heard that that song in my head, that <laughs> when I heard all that, I went and sat in the toilet because I did not want to see her. I didn't want to make eye contact with her. I'm I'm too old to be dealing with this shit. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm trying to get positive things in my life. Positivity. It's not working, but we're trying really hard. <laughs> I was going to say, well, you're off to a great start. Hey, it's Anthony again. So, episode four, uh, we decided that, uh, me and Sarah had decided that we needed to share uh, the status of our relationship because some people had been uh, kind of curious about it. We'd kind of teased a few things. Uh, we were obviously very intimate at one point, but maybe not as much anymore. And so we came to the decision that this was going to be the episode we would talk about all of that in. And it kind of turned out to be kind of a bomb drop because I don't think everybody knew everything that was going on with us in our personal lives. For the listeners, I don't know. Uh how it landed for them um i think it was at the time episode four was gonna be our biggest show because of the the nature of what we were talking about and i still think to some aspect is the most important and biggest show that we have have done um as far as the, the pure rawness that came out of it, uh, really on Sarah's end, a, a pure raw and honesty that came out that uh, I greatly appreciated. So, anyway, here it is. Here's the clip. This is where me and Sarah finally get to the uh, details of our relationship, which includes a giant announcement from me. We kind of teased this on the last episode. I think we've teased about it every episode. Probably. I don't know. Anyway, hi audience. I'm Anthony Tafoya. And I'm a giant faggot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait. You said that you were attracted just to one male individual. Well, you know what? I am. You know what? The world is cruel. 
you, you love one man and all of a sudden you're a faggot to everyone. It's really weird. But whatever. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine with it. I'm really fine with it. Yeah. He he's okay with it. He's he's been I able am to fine with it. He's been able like to admit it. Oh yeah, I have no problem admitting it. That's not my problem. My problem is the fact that it's just a crazy relationship. It's a crazy relationship. And it's stressful. And it makes me stressed out. I told you, and I did, I've told on many, I've told you many occasions, it shouldn't be something that should stress you out for anybody. It that Sarah's been really great about all this, by the way. In you case know, if we, um, somebody's just randomly jumped into this episode, we are married. We are married. Yes, we were separated, and then I became homeless for about a day. Uh, Sarah let me move in with her and her grandmother, which has been very nice. It's just stressful on her. She's very good about it. She's got a good, a good way about her dealing with the fact that her husband is a homosexual. For one man, only one man, okay? Don't start sending me penis pictures. <laughs> okay? Hey, what do you think about this dick? Nothing. I don't think anything about it. It's not about penis for me, okay? I'm not I'm not vain like that. And yes, I get the pun. Okay. Dot da da dot dot. Do 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 Yeah, anyway. No, I um I don't know. The whole thing is just it's so surreal because like I said, Sarah has been really good about it. It's I don't think so. I don't think I've done anything. I've you just have. It's incredibly hurtful to find out that your husband loves another man, and and to be willing to talk about it on a podcast is pretty. I think that's incredible too. Audience, <laughs> I think we need feedback on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably think you're just lying, you know, just to just to get some kind of airwaves going. But no, definitely not. No. No, this has been probably the most traumatic experience that I've ever had to experience in my whole entire life. And it's it's I I try and make jokes about it and I try and think lighthearted of it because, uh, you know, Anthony, yes, he did. He did do something that was pretty painful. And in some ways, I feel like I deserve it. But in other ways, I feel like I don't deserve it. So there's this like inner like inner conflict with myself and I'm going to therapy and I'm you know I'm doing communicative therapy and granted I'm on a nice little juicy cocktail of yeah. prescription medications. That's good. Tell them that I sent you to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I was going to therapy before all this ever started, you know, and I, I you know I can't say enough good things about therapy and quite frankly I would I, I preach it to the high heavens and I tell everybody, everybody needs a therapist. Everybody. I think every workplace needs a therapist oh, or a counselor. And I think that is probably just a really good way for people to get. Yeah, it's way too reasonable. People want to get drunk and fucked up. That's their therapy. Well, yeah, but I mean. I don't I'm agree with it, but <laughs> that's their therapy. There's such a horrible stigma about going to therapy, and it's actually been very beneficial for me because that's, you know, I don't have to worry about, like, see, if I talk to, like, my family members about this, or if I talk to, you know, a friend about this, they're just like, well, why don't you just leave the asshole? 
and you know there's there's nothing good that's gonna come out of this he's abandoned you he's abandoned your children that's not true and you know he's 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 you know he took uh something that was sacred and that meant something and you know yeah okay i understand that but my husband is genuinely a wonderful person he's a kind-hearted soul that loves to help people and i i I, i'm trying to be as understanding as i possibly can be and yeah you can go ahead and call me a fucking idiot and yeah, I've actually had people tell me I will give you the money to divorce him. I will literally. What? Yeah. I've, I'm learning about this for the first time. I want to hear about that. I've literally had. Who gave you money? A lot of people actually. You should have fucking taken it and bought some new pants. Offered, <laughs> offered to give me the the five hundred dollars to file for divorce and Who? get and get an attorney. Who? A lot of people. Just give me a hint. I I'm not gonna disclose. All right, you that. disclose it off air though, right? No. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Who? A lot of people have offered to give Did me. Did my mother offer you money? <laughs> a lot of people have offered to. How dare you, woman? Offered you to wouldn't even give me money for a fucking car, and you're gonna give her money for a divorce? I have for divorce, and um. Hey, I would just like to point out there was nothing malicious in it. No, no. Well, I mean, it felt somewhat malicious, but, uh, you know, uh, that was not my intention that see, that's just it. You know, I understand uh, what it means to uh, establish a bond with somebody and establish a connection with somebody. And it's not easy to let anybody in particular just go. I I get that. Um, But it's it's very it's very, very stressful because. I feel like I have so much to uh, to give and to be uh, to be a good wife, to be there as uh, the the pillar uh, for you, and to be your support system and everything that you need in in life. And you know, I I've never had anybody that's been able to give me that. I mean, my mom always felt it necessary to be with her boyfriends rather than it to be with me and my brother and sister. Um, you know, she was never home and I always had to constantly lie to my grandparents that, you know, she was at the store when she was out fucking around. And, and I mean that quite literally, uh, you know, uh, she's unfortunately dead now. Unfortunately? No, fortunately. I take that back. Um, because she actually caused a lot of trauma and I think that's where a lot of that, uh, a lot of the problems that I had stemmed with, I had a hard time trusting uh, and I had a hard time with this fear of being abandoned. And I, it just, it, it terrified me to the point that I pushed the best thing in my life away. And I, I still, you know, wake up to this day going, God, I fucked up. I have literally. She hasn't really, though. I have driven the one true person in my life that has given me every opportunity to be the greatest person that I can be. And I've legitimately just said, go away. And well. I still keep pushing you away until I need to go be with Adam. Um, and I don't <laughs> know if we should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, to, and to, you know, <laughs> to be happy. Um, well, I mean, if we're going to be fucking honest, let's be goddamn honest. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, just don't give out his last name. Oh God. Anyway, there is something different about 
him a little bit. Well, I he mean, wasn't always Adam. No, I mean I met him as Abby. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was transitioning. Well, you said he wasn't going to go on for the full transition. He was going to be like, well, What's clearly his not, because he's Adam now. Well, clearly. But and I'm, I'm probably, I'm thinking that he's actually very relieved that he didn't go through with a full transformation. <laughs> I mean, I think so. He seems happier to me. Well, that's good. I mean, Hi. that's a step in the right direction. Hi, bub. Sorry, we're talking about you. Oops. Don't, don't shoot me. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway um, no, I just, I, I it's, it's very heart wrenching. It is. Um, Sarah's been really good though. She's been really good about it because honestly, I don't think without Sarah, I could have been that comfortable even admitting that I was, um, you know, feeling anything for anybody, let alone an, another another male. Um, it was it was interesting for sure. But I mean that is that does kind of say how comfortable I am with Sarah that I was able to tell her that. That's why she's a fantastic co-host. He's just saying that because he knows that he's going to lose the best co-host of his life if he doesn't kiss my ass enough. No, that's not true. No, you're a good co-host because you know me and you get me. Hmm. And I think that she knows deep down that I didn't mean anything malicious out of it. At at first, no, I didn't really know that. I um, at f- at first it was a whole like different flood of emotions. It was. Yeah, she did come at me with a knife once. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I hit you with a car. That was not. That was a different time. She threatened to hit me with a car. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding though. She she didn't come at me with a knife or anything. She took it pretty well in stride. Or at least that's what I saw. Um, but that was because I already had felt like I had lost you a long time before. Yes. And Relationships and marriage are hard, man. They're <laughs> fucking crazy. They're, they are, you know, and that's why they say the first two years are the rockiest. And I think that's where we kind of lost touch with each other. And I, I really, I really thought that we had everything in control. And then well, I still think we do. I mean, personally, my experience is is that we do have a solid relationship regardless of what happens. Because, really, I mean, who would sit down and do this? uh, uh, Only us, I think, could sit down and do this and talk about it openly and, and willingly and honestly. I think we're the only two people, I'm certainly... Certainly the only two people we know in our lives. I don't know many others out there in the world, though, that would do that. I think that's a real testament to to the kind of relationship we do have, regardless of how shitty it's gotten or uh, or painful for each other. Because it's, it's not easy on me, either. It's not easy on me at all. I see a hurt person, too. You know? And I feel like I've let people down. Um, I feel like I've let her down. I feel like I've let family members down and all sorts of shit. So it's, it's not, it's not anything easy. That's for sure. But, you know, I don't know. Love is, 
Love is all sorts of fucked up and crazy. But I do thank Sarah for being here with me. And still wanting to help me pursue this dream of broadcasting and entertaining the people. And really regardless of, of whatever happens, I think that that's a pretty special bond that can't ever be broken. Even, like I said, just talking on here is, is pretty good. I think that says a lot about us. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, not very many people have <coughs> the uh, opportunity to really sit down and let all these struggles and emotions and feelings um, without some sort of vengeful or manipulative or aggressive thing you know like everybody else that was telling me you know to leave him and just get first on off i want a list of their names get on Kay. with my life and can i get that no <laughs> you can't is it bad that i'm like i'm really angry about that why because because why because i'm a nice guy you are fuck them why are they so <laughs> happy about it I don't think it was a matter of them being happy. Or I they have to gain. I think it was more a matter of the fact that somebody saw how hurt I was. Okay. And was willing to help me get out of that hurt. I don't believe that. People aren't that nice. They um, wanted to stick it to me or something. I don't know how. I don't know. I want names. <laughs> Who's offering you money? Go get it now. Go get it now? <laughs> yeah. Go get that money now. Okay, and then we file for divorce? I mean, no. Because we could we could buy some pants with that. Pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need pants. We're short on money. Uh, I am anyway. I know she is. I think she's okay. <laughs> anyway. Obviously, uh, I'm trying to make some of this still funny. Yes. Yes. And Calm down, I, everybody. I don't know if you can uh, hear the tone of my voice. It's a little shaky, yes, but I'm still smiling. because She's very strong. I am trying to get her to laugh about it. It's very hard. Y I mean, I don't think anybody... Yeah. Until well, I'm going to have pitchforks coming at me soon. So it really. I don't think it really hits anybody until it actually happens. Um, yeah, people have affairs. People, you know get involved into other relationships um and and, uh, and yeah feelings develop and all these other weird things start happening and that's that's the bad part about being human that's what i that's what i hate about actually being human is experiencing these feelings because they're the worst things in the world and you know um <laughs> He's not really a a bad person. Obviously, he's good to somebody, and um, I had originally been okay with it because I felt again that it was my fault that uh, that he wanted to be away from me, and it was in some capacity, yes, but in another way, it was just more like. And I was afraid of being alone. <laughs> and 
it finally felt like somebody was going to love him for everything that he was worth. And that meant losing my world. That meant losing the best friend I ever had. And never having those feelings again. Because once you have that moment, and I've only experienced that moment of pure love, love at first sight if you want to call it, four times in my life. Once was when I told him that I was in love with him. And I will never forget that day. And the other three times was when I saw my children coming into the world. And they plopped their nasty little blood-soaked bodies on my chest. And I said, these are the people that are going to love me till the day I die. And they will never leave me. (laughs) And those are the only times where I knew I was genuinely in love. And it's so... It's such a good feeling to be around them. It's like they're my energy. They're my... They're my fuel. They give me everything that I need in order to keep trudging through mud and keep dealing with all the bullshit on the outside and all the all the bad things that happen because I have something to look forward to. I have an opportunity to love and be loved. And it's so amazing that feeling you get when you get that embrace and you're on cloud nine. It's unexplainable. I can't I can't even begin to explain what it feels like. But then to lose it and seeing somebody else get it, it is just so gut wrenching and it's the most painful thing again that I think I've ever been through. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody in the world. I really wouldn't. It's... (laughs) It's just not... It's not... Explainable. I can't... I can't explain it any further than that. And... You know... Every day that he's gone and he's not here with me I feel like a little bit dies more and more each time and um, it's um it's hard when you lose a part of your soul and he he isn't the other half to my soul. We've always been what I like to call kind of polar opposites, you know. I like salt, he likes pepper. I like mild, he likes hot. He likes the cold, I like to be warm. But I think that's what really made us tick. That's what made our relationship so amazing. And we had things to conquer. And we did it a lot. And we did it together. And I'm just 
fighting right now for him to have some kind of resolve and for him to have some kind of peace of mind. But it's not that easy. It's not that simple. I know it's not. But again, when you love somebody enough, you let them go. (laughs) And if it was meant to be, they'll come back. And if it wasn't, then at least you'll have had that experience. (laughs) And at least you can say you had that opportunity. Some people may never get that opportunity. (laughs) But I did. (laughs) And I'm just so damn sorry that that I had a hand in it. I jinxed it. I screwed it up. And that overwhelming fear that I'll never get it back. The Batman to my Superman. Well, I I do think that uh I think we still have a lot of love for each other. And I don't really know what the uh what the future holds, but I still think that you're pretty incredible. I know I'm incredible. <laughs> hey guys. It's Izzy, a.k.a. Nine Bullet, and you're coming up on my episode. So get hard for my episode number five. This is my first appearance, and we're going to talk about porn stars. We're going to talk about other shit, but definitely about porn stars. So tune on in. Something's happening, Bear. Did you hear that music? Hello? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to play more. Oh, well, we have a show to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's not make that the point of why we're here. Yeah, well, we'll give him plugs. Don't worry. That, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the act, by the way. That, ladies and gentlemen, that song was by World Traveler. Uh, what else could we say? You are. He's a world traveler. He is the one and the only Izzy Ragchart. Hi, Izzy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show, Mr. Izzy. Yeah. Izzy is my coworker as well. Yes, I am. Yes. He is also stuck in a pile of shit at Goodwill. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even get that started. Yeah, we're going to get that started. Don't worry. Izzy, though, also goes by Nine Bullet, right? Yes, sir. And what do you do? You know, just rap, make beats, do what I do. Do you smoke weed? Well, yeah. Do you shoot people? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you oh, gang-affiliated? 
don't know. Uh-oh, he's, he's, not, he's not answering that one. Know. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. He's part of the team Neon Green. Westside! <laughs> yeah, he's Westsider. No, I'm just West kidding. He's not really Westsider. West Nobody shoot my friend. Okay? He's yeah, don't shoot the little Asian kid. It's okay. Like, hey, yeah. don't give that away yet. Get <laughs> out of the bag, man. All right. All right, Chinese listeners. We got an Asian in the room. <laughs> he's not Chinese, though. He is no. Japanese. Ja- I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> he's North Korean. <gasps> he is North Korean. Something. No, he is, um, he is the descendant. Of a madman who kamikazed into our boys' warplanes and uh, warships in World War II. He's a dirty, filthy uh, nip and jap, aren't you? Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> you want to go with? I think He's I not really. What are you really, though? I'm Thai. He is Thai. He's from Thailand. Yeah. He has the eye of a tiger. What? Um, Okay. Yes. The eye of a tiger. Yes. Isn't that what they do over there? Don't they eat tigers? I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure that most of those cultures like... Uh, He's from Thailand and he doesn't know if they eat tigers or not. Do you eat monkey brains? Oh my God. I feel like that would be something they do. Is your wife a whore? Hold on real quick. Get. We'll get back to that. Niall! <laughs> we have a child breaking into the interview. It's not a good interview, but we still have a child breaking into it. Niles, come here. Come here, since you want to be on air so bad. Come here. Yeah. Come say hi to the Asian. We're going to learn how to be friendly to the coloreds. <laughs> say hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. Say how are you? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good, thank you. Say rap for me. Rap for me. <laughs> rap for you. You want me to rap for you? Give me some weed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. All right, get out of here. <laughs> Bye. That's enough. We don't need to completely yeah, uh, too young. destroy you. Yeah. Anyway. I don't want to be a super bad influence. Yeah, well, too late. You just offered my kid weed. so. <laughs> I offered him weed. I think you did. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure it was you, Anthony. You know what? This isn't the Gang Up on Anthony podcast. <laughs> Really? Anyway, Izzy is from Thailand, and uh, the reason he doesn't know if they eat tigers or not, and you don't have a whore for a wife, right? No. Okay, there's somebody we know who does have a whore for a wife. I think I mentioned him in one episode. Yay, America! From yep. <laughs> she's from Thailand, and she happens to be Izzy's mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just know. kidding, of course. But l- tell everybody why you don't know if you eat tigers or not. Uh, because I was adopted. You hear that, folks? Yeah. He is as red-blooded, red-blooded of an American as you are. So be tolerant of this man and his word and his music. Okay? Tolerant? Yeah, tolerant. quit being racist. Tolerant? America. <laughs> Everybody should be digging his shit. Yeah, we do yeah. dig his shit. That's why we had him on. Oh, He's the only one with talent at work, so. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yep, whoop, whoop. I really don't know if that's a true statement or not. Wow, that sounded really enthusiastic. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I know, right? <laughs> He's oh, all whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, it's like this. Much more fucking clown love. Whoop, whoop. So do you speak Thai? 
No, I do not. Really? The only thing I know is elephant. Really? That's I think Chon. Wait, do that again. Chon. Oh. I think I might be saying it right. But okay. that's the only word that I know. And then besides, like, I think it's hello and goodbye is Sawati Cup. Pull the mic or up to your face. Sawati Cup? Yeah. Or Sawati Ka. Sawati Ka? Yeah, it's like both. The I know how to say that word. Sawastika? Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Right? <laughs> Sawastika? Sawastika. Isn't that what you said? What? Sawati Isn't that what you said? Sawatika. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what he said, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look at We all learned Thai. Sawastika. <laughs> Is Thai for elephant. Anyway. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Izzy, continue. <laughs> Fast forward. But speaking of porn, <laughs> let's talk about this because there's one thing about Izzy that truly impresses me. Izzy is the only man I know who uh, puts some care into his porn habits. <laughs> Did or, you really? Or at least is honest enough about it is that fair to say yeah this, this i gotta hear most people i feel like either deny what they watch especially if it's like something like feet if they're into that they'll heavily deny that why yeah that is weird because foot fetish is like the main fetish yeah but is he's open about that he's also open about the fact that he knows the porn stars yeah and I am the only other person I know who openly knows porn stars. Yeah. And, like, puts them in his memory bank because I like what they do and I want to see more. But the fact that I said some names one day and you knew them, that was a big surprise because no one usually knew that. <laughs> yeah. For some of them, yeah. Like Riley Reed. Well, All she's right, a big people. One. She's a big one. Though. Riley Reed, Go look her up. Get ready to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, you will get off quickly. Yep. She rides a dick like it's nobody's business. That is true. Yeah, there's a bunch of others also. What else? Who else? But she's give a there. plug to your favorite porn star. She'll love it. <laughs> Maybe she'll give you a free hand job. Uh, you never yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Riley Reed does say that she like you know doing stuff like that. Um, so she's very giving. Yeah, she's very giving. Good for her. Yeah. I at mean, least she knows her talent and her passion. Yeah. And she, she goes at it full thrust. Oh, yeah. She will gladly, openly choke on a dick. Who else do you like, though? Uh, We were talking about Sonny Leona at work. Oh, yes. That was Capri Cavalli. She has the best titties ever. Sonny does. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful. Bear, how do you feel about her titties? Why are you including me on the conversation? Because I don't know don't porn stars. You love porn. Stop. Quit acting like you don't. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't watch it enough to recognize their yeah. names. Well, you better start I know getting Stormy on your Weathers. and looking her up. Who? Stormy Weathers. Who's that? I'm going to look her up right now. <laughs> All right, audience. Let's look her up together. It's made up. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, damn it. Donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Right. I got it. I get excited. I like titties. I got it. It could have been something. I, well, I thought she was thinking of Stormy Daniels, and I don't like Stormy Daniels. She's ugly. <laughs> Her and Trump made a perfect couple of butt fucking ugly. <laughs> Am I right? 
See, I knew that the name was going to be familiar to him because I used Stormy, yeah. but mm-hmm. I changed the last name only to see if he would be like, wait, what? There's a new porn star? <laughs> or there, wait, what? Yeah. And I got him. Well, there's there are a lot of porn stars with the same first name. Yeah. I doubt so Izzy's many. the only Izzy on the planet, and I know I'm not the only Anthony. God knows, Sarah, your name is everywhere. In porn? Both the year- no. Yes, in porn and in real life. Damn. I'm going to type yeah. in porn right... I'm going to type in Sarah right now on a porn site. Next video. Here we go. You're going to get a lot of amateurs. That's where I yeah. go. I bet not. I'm just going to type it in to see where um, where the tags lead up. Sarah. There's Sarah Banks. Oh, yeah. Sarah Banks. Sarah J. Sarah Jesse. Sarah Banks Anal. <laughs> that must be your sister. Sarah Vandela, Sarah Young, Sarah Lay, Sarah Williams, Sarah Banks, BBC. That must be your triplet. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. Fast forward. Can your girl deep throat you? Izzy's infamous for having a (laughs) massive cock, apparently. Is that not true? He just completely froze up, people. No, no. He completely froze up. (laughs) He says... I have a Yeti microphone. He says it's as big as that. <laughs> as thick? All, always. Really? Yes. How damn. <laughs> He's only about four foot, too. Four <laughs> foot. It looks like an extra arm is growing out from between his legs. Oh, my. Yeah. That's what he says. I don't know. Can I believe you? Yeah. yeah. I don't trust you. You don't trust me? No. Your slanted oh. little eyes tell me lies. All right. If you can't figure it out by now. Tell me sweet little lies. If you can't figure it out by now, Anthony's trying to plug your dick, so he he just wants to see it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to show you my dick. He's going to plug that pussy later. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. He's going to plug it up. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to damn that thing off. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Look, he's so proud of himself. So proud. He's red, too. (laughs) I've never seen a brown person turn red, but I'm watching it right before my eyes. It's very good. So you have a massive wiener. Yes. <laughs> and your yes. girlfriend likes it. Yes, she does. And she has a hard time deep throating you. Yep. Thanks to the clap. You have to clap for him, Sam. Come on, clap for my man. You just have accomplished the impossible. <laughs> Nobody can get that kind of reaction. Congratulations. Oh, Nobody can get that kind of reaction. I know Anthony doesn't. He Is comes it? up short. <laughs> Good Lord, my man. Jesus. <laughs> You load the gun, I'll shoot the bullet. My penis Damn. is insanely average, okay? <laughs> insanely it's insanely average. average. <laughs> to what? Micro penises? No. <laughs> I do not have micro fouls, Izzy. Okay. okay. <laughs> we gotta have you on not the show one. more often. <laughs> I will gladly fire back at this boy. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> yes, watching. I'm he loving does it this. A lot. Yep. <laughs> Fast forward. Can we get can we get you drugged up right now? He was fucking out of his mind high when I picked him up. That is very true. <laughs> I was so blazed. He was really high. His little eyes were all like, they were, you know, because they're already slanted naturally. <laughs> I was crossed, though. Yeah. They were like slanted and crossed. No, double whammy. <laughs> <Right, okay. laughs> Speaking of Izzy's eyes, though, this is my favorite thing about Izzy. He is the only Taiwanese. Right? It's Taiwanese? Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Taiwanese? That's the proper <laughs> okay. pronunciation. All right. 
I'll be Taiwanese. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I'm like surprised you go like Taiwan Indian or something. Yeah. <laughs> Taiwan Indian American. <laughs> to all you racist motherfuckers out there who would say, "Hey, that Thai boy." <laughs> he likes. He also likes being called an Oriental. It's his favorite ramen. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. He doesn't anyway. prefer like Asian American. Uh, oh God, I wouldn't talk to him if he said that shit to me. If I was Asian American, <laughs> I'm not Asian. American. Do you feel that we need more Asian American representation in our country? Do uh, you get all bubbly when you see crazy rich Asians is tearing it up at the box office? Well, not anymore. Or do you not give a flying fuck? I mean, Asians are just doing this shit, man. That's all it is. They're just doing it. Are you one for all or all for nothing? <laughs> are you like, fuck them. I'm in it for me. Fuck the rest of the Asian American community. I mean, they Asians got pissed off when Lil Pump said Ching, Ching Chong in uh, his song <laughs> Butterfly Doors. What the fuck? And Real I was people. just laughing because oh it just seemed ridiculous. Right, what bugs <laughs> you the most about white people? About white people? Other than they're women. <laughs> what bugs you about? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's their women, then. <laughs> Izzy oh, notoriously hates white women. It's, it's, he does. <laughs> he does. Your girlfriend is not a white woman. No, she's not. Yeah, exactly. What is she? She's Mexican. What? Yeah. You dating a taco girl? Yeah. I did not know that. Hi, taco girl. I'm <laughs> from one taco girl to another. You guys Hi, are taco like that, girl. You guys are like that weird... Um, fusion restaurant that was in Flagstaff for a little bit where it mixed Asian and Mexican food together. Chan Wan's. Yeah, you guys are like that. Yeah. Huh. Makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like interracial relationships. Oh. I'm just teasing. Then you'd hate every single one of my relationships. I'm, I was in an re- interracial relationship. I still am, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I'm dating a Jew. How do you feel about that? Tough guy. <laughs> You want to burn him? No. You want to throw him in an oven? No. Why don't you tell the world how much you hate him and his big fat Jew nose? <laughs> you <laughs> want me to say I really hate Why Jews? Why are you freezing up you? on me? No, Izzy? you We're just, just want goofing. me to say I hate Jews, don't you, man? Yeah, say it. Okay, say right. it so I can use it as a drop. Okay. I hate you too, little Jew boy. Oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, did you know the Jews are hated by everyone? Oh, yeah. Like way more than blacks or Mexicans or Chinese or anything? I mean, come on. Hitler didn't like People so well really with hate Jew- Jews. <laughs> Damn! Wait, what'd you say? I said Hitler did very well with the numbers. I mean, yeah. come on. Listen to this. <laughs> he's supposed to be a person of color who helps out the world, and he's making jokes like this. You're saying? disgusting. I'm just saying what Christopher Columbus Isn't he great, did. people? I love him. Oh, my God. Getting back to his eyes, though. <laughs> not only are they slanted, they don't work right, right? You didn't see that coming, did you? I didn't see that. And you didn't see it coming either. No, but I don't want to see why. it coming. Tell why. <laughs> Which part? What part? I want to know what's up with your eyes. Oh, what's up with my eyes? Well, I have RP. It's called retinitis pigmentosa. Retinitis pigmentosa. Which yep. means what? It means he's Ray Charles. <laughs> Nobody asked he's you. I want to hear it from the he source sings, himself. Yeah, so it basically means I have very, very reduced peripheral vision. So it's like my central vision's clear. Everything else is blurry. How many fingers am I holding up? One. Which one? In middle. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so weird. He can see that, but then he walks into a wall at work. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why can you see that, but you can't see a wall? Oh, no. Selective. He did tell me he'd love to see Trump's wall someday. <laughs> so would I. hey Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah, you're a Mexican. You can't talk like that. You want to bet? Aren't Jesus you Mexican? Christ. You guys, yes. We yeah. are op- yeah. equal opportunity haters here, okay? Yeah, so shut the hell up. Yeah. Hey, you shut the hell up. You, need to, <laughs> you guys need to be more PC, okay? I oh, did not start PC. a podcast to be just completely off the rails okay. and just be completely disrespectful of everybody and everything, you Jew-hating faggot. <laughs> I'm the Jew-hating faggot? I know, I am. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Yeah, exactly. I only like one Jew. One Jew? Yeah. You don't like all the Jews? Adam Sandler. One Jew to rule them all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That is so bad, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, why do you want to why do you want a wall to get out all uh, to keep all your relatives out? Never mind, I just answered my own question. It's your boy Izzy again. And you're coming up on the end of the show. I hope you enjoy this first episode because the series is going to keep coming back. It's the best ofs, the funniest moments, Anthony, Sarah, having random conversations, and randomly having some guests. Enjoy. Yeah? You like that? Drop it. <laughs> <laughs>